Blog Talk Radio. You have just tuned in to the Midweek Pick Me Up Energy Show, featuring professional officiant, tuning fork facilitator, and author, Marcy Ann Cheek. In 1988, Marcy Ann discovered the quantum fields of energy and vibration, and since then her life has been a day-to-day experiment in knowing how to live in light energy for happiness, health, and wealth. She shares the principles and laws of light energy as they operate in everyday life. And now, here is Marcy Ann. Hello, everybody. This is Marcy Ann, and I'm here tonight to talk about the energy of protesting, since we're having a lot of that these days. <clears throat> what is a protester? Who is a protester? Well, generally, before a person becomes an active protester, the profile of a protester is that he is already a person who's unhappy. He looks around himself and he sees himself as poor. Or, you know, not as smart. He feels less than. He doesn't have what others have. He's humorless. (laughs) Probably sarcastic and full of negative rap. Crabby and moody. And inside, before any other outward action, there can be a malevolent contentiousness. The pre-protester is an angry person, warlike quick to pull a punch, and he's always about gloom and doom, (laughs) and at a deep, very deep level, he can be hot-blooded with a temper. The pre-protester is a semi-liquid person who seeks protection. He's dependent upon others for his well-being. He looks outside of himself for the answers to his problem. Someone else should do something about it. He can feel dull and ordinary, a servant, not the person in charge, and impotent to do anything to make a change in the situation. At least one or more of these attitudes are true of every protester, whether the protester has actually become an active protester or if he's just still seething inside, feeling helpless afraid, and alone. Back in 2003, I protested in Laguna Beach, California, about our country going into Iraq. I carried a sign that said, no war, no war, no war. I was angry that we were going to go into Iraq. We had no business being there at all. And as we now all know, there never were weapons of mass destruction. It was all a big lie. Saddam had kept the peace in that troublesome part of the world because he knew the history and he knew the methods that worked in these ancient cultures. And now we have to deal with ISIS because the polarity was upset and we brought violence to the area and violence begets violence, which is what I see the riots of today doing, because violence always begets violence. 
Back in 2003, I felt impotent to do anything to make a change in President Bush's decision to go into Iraq. And the only thing I could do to show my anger, my hurt, and my disappointment in the leadership of our country was to protest. So I joined the Women in Black, and I marched with my peace sign. Well, today, protesting is becoming the daily action of more and more and more people. And I've asked myself if I would protest again. Would I still go and carry my peace sign to to protest war? And the answer today for me is no. And I want to share as best as I can why I have changed my position on this if you will allow me, and if you will stay with me all the way to the end so that you can then decide for yourself how you think you can best use your energy to make change. At the heart of every protester, I believe, is a soul who feels isolated and alone, and all of us do need to feel accepted because actually we're all looking for love. We want to feel loved, and we want to have someone or something to love ourselves. Because loving and being loved is the deepest need of the human being. So if you're breathing and you're here on the earth, you need to love and you want to be loved. Now part of feeling loved is to be a part of a group, to be a member of a group where you're able to express your deepest thoughts and feelings without judgment. Oh, where can we find such a group? It seems to me that all we have is judgment. But judgment is looking at the effect of something. We see the effect of the actions of people, the injustices, the inadequacies, the differences, the imbalances, the favoritism, the carelessness, the disconnects. So I'm going to suggest that a better way to change things is to look at the cause. Everything is cause and effect. So if judgment is an effect, if we begin to look at the cause, we can do away with the um The effects, so what caused the injustice? What caused the differences? What caused the imbalance? What caused the carelessness? How did we get disconnected? Who says I'm inadequate? So here we find ourselves here on the earth. We're all here now in form. We are matter. We are not a wave. We are particles, all put together into a form that is called human. So within this thing that we call life on earth, there are two kinds of energy being manifested, waves and particles. And so we are not a wave. The waves are what make our cell phones and television and GPS work. We're not a wave. We are particles. Or another way to say it is, we are matter. 
<laughs> I just get a big kick out of the group that calls themselves Black Lives Matter. It seems that they're trying to say that they feel like they don't matter and they want to matter, but they're already matter. <laughs> because we all are. This is just so funny to me. And since I'm not going to be a protester anymore, one of those people of ill humor, you know, who's always unhappy, I'm going to laugh and laugh and laugh some more. Because if you take a step back and look at all of it, it's really, really funny. We are all matter. So we all matter. And the truth is that we're not alone and helpless. We don't need to be afraid because we are already part of a group. We are all members of one group. This group is called the human race. There's just one race. It's the human race. And we are all members of this group, the human race. So as far as I'm concerned now, there just isn't such a thing as racism or racist. I am so tired of hearing that. How could there be such a thing? Because we're all the same thing. We are all matter. We are all human. And at this point, I really could just stop the program because this is the answer. And it's so simple. We are all matter. We are all human. And if everybody could see this and then begin to live their lives in these two fundamental truths, we wouldn't have to have any more protesting because there wouldn't be anything to protest about. We are all matter and we are all human. So how does this help you and me? Well, knowing these two fundamental truths puts the responsibility for ourselves squarely on ourselves. No one else. There's no one else who can find the solution for you. First of all, there's no one else like you. Because within this group that is called the human race, there are not any two humans that are the same. (laughs) We're just like the snowflakes. Every single one is different. So here's the cause of our differences. So no need to ever protest again about being different. We are all different. We all have unique voice patterns, unlike anybody else. Your voice is different from anybody else's. Each of us has a tone, a sound, a pattern to our voice that is different from anybody else's. And that makes me want to have my tone, my sound, my vibration contribute to the highest and the best good of all the rest of the humans here on the earth. And I want my energy to be voiced in ways that contributes to the uplifting of everyone. And that's why I do this radio show. I feel that it's my way to contribute now, not by protesting, but by sharing my deepest and most sacred feelings, ideas and thoughts, wisdoms and knowledge to the best of my ability for the best results for everyone. 
And we all have unique fingerprints. No one else in the world has my fingerprint pattern. And when I hold hands with someone, I am uniting my set of fingertips, fingerprints with their set of fingerprints in love and harmony. But if we take our hand and hit someone or pick up a gun and shoot somebody, we're using our individuality and our unique and different set of fingerprints to bring harm and destruction and hate and war. And now for myself, instead of taking my hand to hold a sign that says, peace, no war, no war, no war, to try to force you by my protesting to see things my way, I've chosen to lay down my sign. And I choose now to just live my life in peace setting a good example to all who come in contact with me. I remember when I first had that realization of protesting being an act of violence, I read a cartoon that said, Man, I am for peace, and if you don't join me and be in peace with me, I will hit you over the head with my peace sign. (laughs) I mean, this struck me really funny at first, but as it began to sink down into my inner realms, I could feel the division, the resistance, the hate. Yes, the hate. Because protesting is not fueled by love. It is fueled by hatred. And hatred breeds violence. And this is not the path we want to take, people. As humans, we need love, not hate. We need to love and to be loved. So the buck stops here with you and with me. And I've chosen my path of peaceful coexistence, accepting and allowing, living in love and harmony here on earth as a member of the human race, loving and being loved. And now you get to choose your path. How can you best use your energy to create more love and harmony here on the earth? as a member of the group called the human race. I would suggest that you go inside of yourself and find out what you want for yourself in this life and then start bringing that to pass, whatever it is. You have the power inside of you to do whatever you choose to do. This is America, the land of the free. You can do what you want to do. And every desire starts with a first step, but until you take that first step, you're not going to get there. And if you think that your protests are the first step, I'm here to suggest that you take a a second look at this, because protesting is fueled by hate, and hate breeds violence. And I can also tell you that a vast majority of the people in the United States are pretty fed up with all this rioting and protesting. That white backlash vote for Trump screams loud and clear. Marching with protesters chanting, not my president, does not look good on a resume. And if you want that big house in the suburbs and to drive a Mercedes, you're going to need to get a good job. And employers want someone who's prepared himself by getting a good education and has a willing attitude, who will work long and hard 
and support the company's ideals and purposes wholeheartedly. Be dependable and stable, good-natured with a happy spirit. So a redirection of your energy into these things will create a more loving and peaceful place for all of us as humans here on the earth. That's our show for today. Thanks so much for listening. You can contact Marcy Ann on her website, www.marcyann.com. You can also view all of Marcy Ann's videos on YouTube by putting Marcy Ann in the YouTube search window. You can download her book for free at www.mrwriteforme.com. And if you want to go into business for yourself, Take a look at Marcy Ann's Weddings and Celebrations Business Startup Course at www.weddingofficiantschool.com. The Middle of the Week Pick Me Up Energy Show is broadcast live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Coast Time from Marcy Ann's Studios in Southern California. All shows are also archived and can be listened to at any time in any place in the world. <laughs>